0: cooking
1: hey, what are you cooking tonight rich
2: uh we got some black cod um that's been marinating for a couple hours and some ginger and garlic and good stuff that love sounds it. good
1: that's love it, love <laughs> it. Good. good answer anyway welcome everybody to liquid bread rich is making black cod tonight but before that we're gonna have a taste a taste of a beer the beer that rich has chosen for us to taste tonight and we hope you were able to find at your local bottle shop and hopefully your bottle shop is reliable and stores it well it is a Westmala mala trappist ale it is the west mala double
2: yeah, Rich. All why did you it.
1: Why did you pick the Westmala double for the season two taster premiere?
2: I adore Westmala double. I adore doubles, and I think that the world has forgotten about doubles, which is kind of sad to me because they taste so damn good. Um, they're darker in color than triples, and uh, they're a little bit less strong than triples. Triples are usually like eight to nine percent alcohol, and doubles are like seven to seven and a half percent. So those are two dings against them in a lot of people's minds. They want, they want something that's pale in color, and they want something that's a little bit boozier when they get into Belgian Trappist land, and mm-hmm. uh, they're missing out on the, uh, the the glories of a double.
0: Rich, so, I haven't forgotten about doubles. I hope not.
1: <laughs> also, I want to say, Rich, one of the things that makes me feel real smart is that I met you, and you taught me that triple is pronounced triple and not tripel, and it's not yeah, no. double, <laughs> it's double. And it's yeah, also duval and not Duvel. Although I, I saw a video that said Duvel was acceptable. Well, I. But um. But I, yeah, I'm really I happy to know triple, that it's just a double. A double. Yeah. Um, so we're pouring these. We've, we've opened these up and we're going to pour them,
2: okay? All right. Yes. Please pour them. I'll do it in front hopefully of the mic. Hopefully pour them into... <laughs> hey. I just and poured I look- it
1: so badly. And in the head, I honestly had like an insane panic because Rich is on video in the Zoom. And I know he saw me pour it and I could sense
0: him his fury I, and anger at me pouring them. I think my glass has some nucleation pour. side.
2: <laughs> Maddie, a little part of me died watching that. I
1: knew it was bad. Well, I was going for, I was putting oh. it in the microphone. Cause I was like, Oh, they want to listen to me pour. <laughs> and yes, I did. Dude, it. I looked, I looked at this pile of, fu- of foam that I just created. And I was like, Rich is going to be so <laughs> mad at me. No. I'm All so right, much stop, better. Stop.
2: Yes. Maddie, this is you telling you that I, that I disapprove, you know, me that, and I don't disapprove about stuff like that. If, Want to drink the beer? Drink the beer. However you want to drink it, you know, have fun. It's up to the beer to make the flavor oh, strong no. enough. I was no,
1: no, no. I sat there at Newtondingoff with you in downtown Brussels near the Grand Place, and I saw you watch a waiter pour a cuvee Doronk incorrectly or something like. I know you're watching. I, no, I'm just joking. Stop, I'm giving it. you a hard time. No,
2: beer, beer is good. Listen, you can't avoid foam on this one. Okay, if yeah, you should remember Belgian style mm. beers are typically highly carbonated. And that is in order to throw a lot of aromas at your nose, at your face when you when you smell it, when you drink mm-hmm, this beer. So okay, so what do you smell?
1: I mean it smells sweet immediately. Yeah. Sweet I, I smell
0: is, I do smell it sweet. Can we, you smell sweet? Specific.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. No, you can't.
2: Sweet oh, is right. a take.
1: That's yeah. You
2: guys are getting rusty. You guys are getting <laughs> rusty. So what makes you think this smells sweet? There are a lot of things in here that are usually sweet. Kind of a. There's what? kind
1: of like a. I don't know. Not cinnamon, but like a spice. It's a. It's a. There's a spice to it. Like a. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know the spices well enough to name what it is. It's not cinnamon. Not quite nutmeg. But there's like a. Maybe nutty. Could be
2: a Maybe some clove.
1: That's oh, that's I one definitely catch clove. I definitely I forget the name
2: of. Typically clove
0: clove aroma in this.
1: Yeah. Oh, the banana.
2: Yeah, a little, a little yeah, banana. You a little, little banana. banana
0: comes through, but that yeah. usually comes in pairs. Now, and you know what I'm
1: getting? It um, is the bubble gum. I have a little okay. bit, of, a little bit of bubble gum.
0: Cool. You know, I would think I would be getting more like. I'm not getting a lot of dark, fruity, fruit smells, though.
2: Probably that's a temperature issue. If you hold this thing in your hand, so uh, one of the good things about stemware, about a goblet or a, like a wine glass, is that you can, you can cup it with your hands and, and swirl it, it around a little bit to help warm it up. Let's warm that beer. So that should bring out more dried dried fruit and uh, kind of dark fruit character. That's
0: what I was going to say. I was assuming that, but I'm not, I wasn't catching
2: mm. it. Well, and it also helps to to taste it. I, I will allow you guys to actually drink it if you want. Right. You'll get even more aroma
0: by right, by. We'll take a sip. Right, time, time a
1: sip? for everyone to take a sip. Yeah.
0: Hey, cheers guys. Cheers. Hey, man, cheers.
1: It gets very different when you take a sip. I'd say like I'd say the I mean the perceived sweetness drops mm. back a lot
0: it really does
2: yeah there are two reasons for that one is that there's just literally not a lot of sugar in there mm. it's pretty highly uh, attenuated it, it is what we call in the brewing industry but it just means it's it's fermented out most of its sugar and then the other thing is that um it does have some bitterness in there and that bitterness mm-hmm. comes from hops but also from high carbonation so carbonation is bitter if you taste like still water against carbonated water the carbonated water is a lot more bitter because co2 tastes bitter
0: Is black is black licorice wrong no, nothing's wrong.
2: Nothing's wrong. I think licorice is good. I like that.
0: It's not strong, but just a little like aftertaste of it. Mm-hmm. This is a good beer. What about uh,
2: what about fruits? So um, okay. we mentioned tropical fruit. We mentioned banana. Do you get any other? Uh, you know, apple, pear. Those are poem fruits are called. Do you get berries? Do You get stone fruit.
0: I feel like a. Stitcher- I feel like a, I can get a little apple. Like a little apple, maybe. Maybe. Do you? Are you kidding me? I'm not getting much of a fruit. I honestly I am mean, like. Yeah. I mean. I would think I would be getting like some prunes or something, but I, yeah. not at all. Okay. I, I see. All right. And this leads me to something here. We,
2: I think we're drinking different beers and I'll, I'll, I'll okay. mount my, my argument in a sec here.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: But um, I'm getting tons of fig and tons of prune out of mine. No. And I'm also getting a lot of um, almond extract. It kind of tastes like mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper, which has a lot of almond extract in it. And, and uh, I understand it, the I understand, that party is I a understand, little more makes sense. I understand yeah,
0: that, the Dr Pepper. I'm not getting the prunes or the. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's 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 fair. What's the date on your bottles, guys? Good question. It, it could be because
2: it's cold, cold too. I don't know. And do you get a lot um, of the rows? date on the bottles?
1: Is let's say bottling date was 2020 September.
2: It says what? Oh S- nine something.
1: September 16th, 2020, was when it was bottled, and it's best before September 16th, 2022.
2: Okay. Yeah. Mine is best before February of 2020. Oh, oh, so, yours so is it's a year and a remember. half past its best before date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Air quotes there. Uh, this sort of beer doesn't really have a best before date. It evolves. It sellers. Great. As long as it's in good selling conditions. If you, if you sell it hot, uh, that's not good. Okay. But, and if you, if you get it, um, in a bright area, like if it gets light struck, if there's a lot of fluorescent light, because it's sitting on a uh, store shelf or in a refrigerator, that's not good. But my bottle just happens to be tasting exceptional, and it's it's an older bottle, which is mm. great for me. So I'm will, getting.
0: Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was no. going to say I am getting some toast. I am getting like
1: yeah, I'm getting like in
0: the more malty, like, like toasty. Yeah, like, like a like a mm-hmm. burnt, like not overly burnt toast, but like just a. I'm getting toast. I'm getting like bready, but like a cooked bread kind of yeah. flavor.
2: Yeah, how about like toast, uh burnt sugar, um, a little bit of uh, kind of brown bread hint? Maybe. <laughs> bread crust. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot it's of just different funny because
1: smelling it is very different from actually the taste of this one. It's also heavily bubbly. It's very carbonated. It's extremely carbonated. It's, it's, and honestly, that that kind of almost takes over a lot of the flavor. Is he really it's, it's, yes. it's more bitter than I thought. It's much more carbonated than I remembered it because it's been a while since I've had a double.
0: Mm. That clove is 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 hitting me the most, I'd say. Okay.
2: So look for... Do you guys smell alcohol in it? Do you smell roses or jasmine or anything like that? Flowers and, and solvent, chemicals, alcohol?
1: A little bit. I mean, when you say jasmine, it kind of...
2: Because I'm getting a lot of that in mind. Um, and I think that uh, the aging has done some of that. I think this is... Mm we need more floral. No, so floral and solvent and alcohol, those are often different types of alcohols that are produced during fermentation. Mine has, I mean, as all of ours has, they've continued to ferment in the bottle a little bit. There's their bottle conditions. So there's yeast in there. and It's actually fermenting. Um, I think it's funny that mine smells so, so hot because it uh, usually time kind of mellows that out a little bit. However, there has been more fermentation in here. So regardless to say, I think mine's sort of like a double and a half, like it's continued to evolve and it's continued to ferment. Um, and I, I love that about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. something that's cool about the aging though for me is how it changes the flavors and and sort of, if you smell fruit, it turns into cooked fruit or dried fruit. If you smell, you know, if you smell a little bit of nuttiness, it turns into much more of a pronounced, uh, kind of almondy note. Um, that's what aging does. So it's this process called matterization, and it's like uh, how you cook and age Madeira wine to turn all its like fresh kind of, uh, uh, you know, grapey, peachy uh, flavors into sort of like dried peach and dates and raisins and things like that. All that dried cooked fruit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a delicious beer. Um, like even now, I mean, but it's it's um, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it.
1: I mean, you said raisin and I, I, the raisin part. Sicks out a little bit, but I'm it doesn't like, lean fruity. It doesn't lean I'm, as sweet Yeah, I'm not as, getting as a ton of like of, of those
0: soft kind of fruit. I'm just, yeah. like, it's we're drinking b- different beers. It's drinking yeah. very clean to yeah. me. Like like yeah. I'm saying, the flavor is very like clean yeah. across my tongue. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, and some of that is is that bitterness too. You probably have a more noticeable bitterness in yours than, than I do. So yours is you know yours is like two and a half years fresher than mine. Uh, you know, if your Best Buy date is coming up uh, in when was Best Buy in 2022 and my Best Buy was, you know, early 2020. So yeah, my, my beers a lot older and that, um, that's going to change it. And so that's, yeah. that's a fun thing about.
1: Yeah. I'm kind uh, of, about I kind of want to let this warm up a bit because I'm yeah, very I curious. Agree. I, agree. It feels, I agree. I agree. I agree. I've been keeping it in the fridge and it's been cold sitting next to like more of the IPAs and stuff like that. And I, I would be very interested in seeing this like five, 10 degrees warmer. I don't know how much oh. more exactly, but I mean enjoyable, it. It, but no, I agree.
0: No. I wanna I would like for it to be a little bit like yeah. get closer to like a room. Yeah. Room. Cause I will say the fruity, cool the off.
1: very yeah. strong sweet kind of or not sweet. Not sweet. You don't smell sweet. But the fruit flavors that I, I, I smell, that. I'm not tasting anything close to that. It's much more bitter, much more like malty okay. toasty, yeah. like Larry said.
0: Yeah. Um still very good though. Very yeah, tasty. Still very beer. good.
2: What uh what cheese do you want with this? Ooh.
0: Ooh! Now, see, now that you said that, a bunch of flavors are rushing into my my brain. But I was thinking of like what kind of a All right. oh, you know what? I'm now that you said it, I'm thinking of like a cracker, and this I, I do get a little bit of like raisiny, pruny, like honey okay. over a cracker type of a thing. So, uh, any, any cheese, but like a, a a soft kind of white cheese for myself. Is that crazy?
1: I would almost go funky. I would almost go like a blue, something
0: blue. Yeah, no, I, I want um, like a clean kind of, maybe even a brie. I Yeah, I'm more in
2: Larry's camp mm. as far as the way mine tastes. Uh, I think blue is great, but blue typically doesn't like bitterness too mm. too much. And this beer does have that sort of bitter, bitter edge it. I might just feel like blue cheese. Um, <laughs> but
0: yeah, kind of you a, know what? Now that you've said, I don't know if this is a trick in my brain, but now that you, when you said cheese and had me thinking of what I would, now I'm getting... I've had those beers where I taste the prune, like where it's like, oh, yeah. But now I am getting a little bit yeah. more of those kind of like fruity on a cracker kind of... You but, said
1: honey and honey I
0: taste. Yeah, but that, but that cracker is still, it's very bready. I do taste like the the malt in it, you know, that kind of cooked mm-hmm. malt. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, cool. Yeah, I, in a way, it's sort of as if the par- you're imagining the pairing in your head where the idea of pairing this beer with cheese is that you're you're bringing in opposites. Like this beer is about fruit and spice and kind of sweeter aromas uh, and some bitterness and cheese is about salt, fat, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of earthiness. Most of it, you know, there are other flavors there as well, but uh, there's a total like contrast, totally opposite things in there. Um, And so if you paired a cheese with this, the first thing is that the fat and the cheese would work, uh, would play off the bitterness in the beer and they sort of cancel each other out a little bit. The beer would make the cheese's fat a little bit easier to, to consume and the of fat would cover up some of the bitterness in this beer. So what what's left over in that pairing after those two cancel each other out? You're then going to start to smell a lot more of those softer, sweeter aromas that are in this beer, a lot of that fruit and spice. So Larry, if you're getting sort of a fruitcake sort of thing, a boozy fruitcake that, you know, with honey and dried fruit and stuff, all of a sudden, just thinking about the cheese, that might, you know, you're just sort of anticipating the pairing there, but the cheese takes out the the hard parts of this beer, the bitterness and and uh, the leanness and you're just smelling that soft, ripe fruitiness that's just me playing beer psychologist though yeah.
1: so. I'd say I feel like double always tastes a little boozier than it is, like this is mm-hmm. a seven yeah, percent it it, it, ta- it tastes a little boozier like when i I'm in a boozier yeah. mood. Nice and well,
2: part of that is fermentation temperature and this yeast strain. So every yeast produces, you know, when it ferments, it produces alcohol, but we're not just talking about one type of alcohol. The primary alcohol it produces is ethanol, which is what gets us drunk. But then other uh, other types of alcohols are produced, and certain yeast strains like this Trappist strain uh, produce more, you know, slightly higher proportions... Mm-hmm of those non-ethanol alcohols. And so those smell kind of hot and solventy to us. And so that might be what you're picking up on, Maddie. Also, the the warmer the fermentation temperature, the more of those alcohols are gonna be produced. And this this beer is fermented probably at seventy two or seventy five degrees Fahrenheit. And that's a little bit on the warm end for Um, For ale yeast, and so yeah, you're gonna get more of that alcohol in the face. I'm
1: looking at Larry cupping his cupping his 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 glassware, and I feel like he would agree with me. It's getting better.
0: I I was gonna as it's warming up. It's definitely more flavors are releasing. It's such such a good example of the right temperature to drink um, Mm. which beer. You know what I mean? Because it's you
2: guys. You closed it down in the fridge. You fridge shocked it it sort of. Yeah, sort of come back
0: to life. I'm getting a lot more of the, I'm getting a lot more of the, um, the dark fruit flavors. Honestly, yeah, I really am. Like definitely raisin. I'm definitely getting that raisin, like you said, Manny. Yeah, the raisin. Yeah, I think definitely honey. And that, but I do get to the still that that kind of cooked bread, that kind of toast.
1: Yeah.
0: Not not completely burnt toast, but just kind of like. Well, I'm just thinking those little like toasty
1: crackers that you get and you put a little honey on top of. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, oh, maybe some funky cheese or something.
2: What about a toasted graham cracker.
0: Oh. Mm, a little, a little, a little, I think. I don't mm. have a bear
2: to hit. Okay,
1: so Rich. Okay. Let me let me let me ask you this then. What is the yeah. one perfect dish to pair with my West Mala Double Trappist ale?
2: You know, it's it's stereotypical, but it's it's goddamn perfect. I'm telling you. Uh, uh a la fleur so it's. He,
0: I love how you said that. Like it's typical. Like, yeah, like what the know. fuck are you talking yeah, it's about? Boring, I've never heard, that. But it's a I've never heard boring. that before. What is it? What is it? I I'm, I'm not saying that, it's It's typical. It's Everybody a typical. Everybody knows it, and I don't know what the hell just came out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> you know it as as classic with this type of beer. Okay, I'm not saying it's <laughs> like you're not going to get it every you know every restaurant in the U S. But it's classic yeah. with this beer, and it's incredible. It's, it's a it's a you brown it's a large uh, roast of beef and then you uh, uh, braise it for a long time in this beer or in you know it's, it's, some other It's it's basically
1: like beef bourguignon but instead of red wine it's this beer, beer. right right
2: yeah. but uh, you, okay. you, you can use a sour beer okay. um, it's not uncommon to use something like rodenbach or with a, or a beer,
1: beer cream, instead of a wine which
2: yeah but yeah but that rodenbach sort of has a red wine notes too it because it is sort of fruity it's oak aged and it's um, it's tart you know it's sour so that this carbonnade a la flamande does have a lot of crossover with beef bourguignon um, but, yeah, you throw in some carrots, some pearl onions, you know, little uh, uh, potatoes, something like that, and some parsley, uh, braise it up, and then eat it all. And you got fancy, delicious
0: pot roast, beer pot roast. It's incredible. Hmm. That sounds good. Beer pot roast. I'm, I'm all about it.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, that's the uh, that's the West Mala Double. I hope you guys enjoyed drinking it as much as we did. Uh, look at Larry taking another sip, mm-hmm. leaning back at his chair. If you have any questions for Rich, but also if you have any beers that are somewhat accessible and you think that someone in Montana and a couple guys in Los Angeles would be able to pick them up, um, that you'd be curious about like a tasting of and want to hear Rich talk about the taste of it, um, drop us a line, email us at liquidbreadpodcast at com. Um, and if you enjoyed listening, you know, please rate and review us. I say that every time. And feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at at Liquid Bread Pod. That's it. I said that like there was more to it.
2: <laughs> That's all we got. Leave, leave it hanging, man.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and until next time.
0: Happy beering.
2: That was good. Right? Happy beering. <laughs>